Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion. A pot. I knew it. I knew it. Do you smell that? I knew it. What is that? Why are you the way you are? Something smells ripe. I don't even. That. Well, a po- Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. You are a horrible friend. What are you talking about? You I know just exactly noticed there's a funk about. in here, and I just, I mean, I can barely smell because I'm smoking a cigar, but I, there is something going on in here. I don't know what, it's not me, because I use enough deodorant. So, yeah, I sat down. And I go, oh, dang, that don't smell so good. I, I, I apologize to Joe. I'm like, dang, Joe, yeah. sorry, man. I didn't put enough on. And yeah. then I went and sat in the sun. All right. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah. Joe's like, no, I smell nothing, dude. You're fine. Not, well, and you know, I pod, didn't want to be rude. And then the podcast starts. I didn't want to. Well, then, yeah, I got it. And I then you have something. to say something. Then, yeah. Right? yeah. 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 You must. Scorpion. And you must. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I won't spit my coffee. <laughs> How you doing, man? We get to hang out. This is good. Man, we've been hanging out. We got we're hanging out now. Well, you we you, hung out yesterday. That was a pity hangout, though. <gasps> no, it wasn't. Yeah, you had a party and you didn't invite me. You, oh, you're gonna come to a kid's birthday party? Your kid's birthday party. I would come to your kid's birthday party. You would party. not. 100 percent All right. Well, really, I would. Would you really? hundred uh, percent Oh, okay. I wouldn't play I wouldn't play the baseball. You wouldn't play no, the baseball with I us? I ain't doing that, no. Yeah. So anyway. No, I just sit there and smoke. <laughs> so yeah, no, no, we uh yeah, we had the baseball game yesterday. Cohen was really happy about it. And Cohen turned nine. Nine. Nine years old. Yep. Nice. Yep. Doing good. And uh, loving baseball. What was the? Was there a big present? Like a, a present he wanted more than anything? Or? Um. Yeah, he won, and we we already gave him his gift. What and was it, what was the gift? Like the real? Well, gift? I guess two gifts we gave him. We gave him like uh, batting gloves. He wanted oh, batting gloves. Nice. And it was like because he's in you know little league. Yeah. And I'm seeing these kids out there with batting gloves. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh. How ridiculous at this age. You don't need no batting, batting gloves. gloves. And then uh, all of a sudden he opens it. And he's got batting gloves. I'm like, I'm looking over my wife. I'm like, what? And she's like, he said he really wanted them. I'm like, oh, so yes, he's the kid out there with batting gloves. Nice. But people get into that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, anyways, but- he got batting gloves and nice. uh, Uncle Dustin got him a, a really nice gift to uh, to practice his swing. Which, so, which- so, so it's like a. a, a, a it's an apparatus. Okay, it's an apparatus. Apparatus mm-hmm. where you could swing and it's got a ball that's out there and it, you right. hit it and it, like it's got tension. And this so is it's a like, ping pong paddle. This no, is like with the ball and the string, you go. Pat, pat, no, 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 no. It sounds like. It's, it's, no, it's it's a it's a bit more of an apparatus. Okay. And so yeah, you hit it and it like. Okay, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's like. All right. Did you see my motion? I did. It doesn't make any sense. And then the other gift we got him was we got a a Beyblade set, like a Beyblade. You know what I'm talking about? Beyblades. No. Let her rip. No. And they battle? Beyblade battle? I don't have no idea. Beyblade. never heard of this. Beyblade. And, like, and they like spin. No. And like you, you go against each other and they spin. I get the idea of the little tops. You basically yeah, yeah. And, then, tops. and then like. It's like, yeah, and then like one, from the 1920s. Yeah, and then one of them like toys. breaks. And, you, you know. and so I'm looking at it and I'm like, I feel like. I go, Cohen, don't you already have this? Like th- this whole set. Like the, the arena. I'm like. I've seen that in your room. He goes, got all red. Got go, all red? Yeah, he got all red embarrassed. Oh, he got red. Yeah, and I go, I go, why, why'd you ask for this? He goes, because I lost Shadow, mm-hmm. which is one of the Beyblade's names. Okay. Because I lost Shadow, and right. you can only get it in this set. I'm like, so I had to buy a second set because you lost. But you didn't. 
Yeah. His, oh, this was what you that got was it from it. us. Oh, yeah. Went, okay. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I asked for that because I wanted Shadow again. All right. All right. Yeah, he's like his dad. What do you mean? Yeah, that's what you would do. You would totally do the same thing. <laughs> I want Shadow. You so know, if, if you had a set of something and, and you lost one piece and you could only get the one piece if you bought the whole set, you would go out and buy the whole set again. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, okay, but, but that's about with my money. Yeah. 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 I would do that for me. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So if you would do it for yourself. So, so it, it was not a pity hangout. It was not but, a pity oh, hangout. I know it well. I was just teasing all you. All right, all right. Because I, you know, I, I, lo I looked forward to it. And unfortunately, some I people did. ruined it. Yeah, that cigar shop. What is it? Okay. They really did ruin it. All right. So, like, Jimmy and I go to cigar shops all over the country. Yeah. Genuinely. Like, if we travel anywhere, one of the first things we do is what's the local cigar shop? Yep. And donut shop and coffee shop. But cigar shop is priority. And, uh, and we love going in and we have great experiences everywhere. Um, but our local cigar shop, uh, there are two things that happen that are annoying. One mm. is, is uh, they let the patrons have control of the remotes, which yeah. they shouldn't do. Yeah. So most of the time what's happening is somebody's watching Netflix turned up to 11. It's just not relaxing. Mm -mm. Thankfully, the members room right now does not currently have a TV in it. It's in the process of being, you know, changed around. So it's nice and quiet. It's great. I love it. Except. Oh, except now people blare music on their phone. Play it loud. And loud. Yeah. I mean, I just don't get it. We're just trying to chill and have a conversation. And I, I, I couldn't even... I had to ask Joe a number of times. What? What? What'd you say? And what? Uh, what is? Uh, we were playing Christmas music. It a was, lot of it. It was Mariah Carey Christmas. It was. It was. It was Christmas music, and then it was like classic rock mm -hmm. <sighs> from the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Yeah. And it was a good time hanging out, but I was annoyed at the same time. Yeah, I know. So was I, but I was really thankful for our, our opportunity together all right and we get to hang out now which is yep, fun it's great we're and we're gonna be talking all, yeah. we're almost done joey yeah. almost done this we're is, in chapter 31 we're only chapter 32 isn't it? and then we're done that's it and out of 31 we're gonna do both paragraphs two and three all right all right here we go you ready i'm ready all right <clears throat> me 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 i go at the last day such of the saints as are found alive shall not sleep but be changed and all the dead shall be raised up with the selfsame bodies and none other, although with different qualities, which shall be united again to their souls forever. Nice, nice. Now, this is cool because there's a lot going on in this verse or in this paragraph. Yeah, this, uh, this, yeah uh, this is not scripture. No. So it's not a verse. Well, it could still be a verse. Yeah, 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 there are yeah, verses yeah, of yeah, poetry. poetry. There are verses. That's not, not what this is. There's all here. kinds of so verses. So it's not, a, it's not this, an inspired this is, verse. This is not inspired. Yeah. I want to make sure you understand I think the you difference. You need to understand you that the Bible doesn't talk about verses. Uh, yeah. No, there, but we, well, we put, have that. We put, uh, so verses uh -huh. itself aren't biblical because verses yeah. are added to scripture. Correct. Yeah, you want to pick on me. We'll, we'll, yeah, we're going to pick on you because you're looking at it now. That's my move. Oh, you want to talk about it? Let's do it. <laughs> so th this is something that um, that I like because it's it's telling you uh, what this at the end some big things are going to happen and so they talk about those who were found alive mm -hmm. at the last day and then those who are dead last day Jimmy what are we talking about it says at the last day at the last day what is that well I mean scripture talks about it as the day of Christ's return or other places the day of judgment mm -hmm. so John six forty four. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and then and I will raise him up on the last day. The last day. The last day. So, is it really the last day, though? Uh, well, no. 
No, it's the it's the first day, <laughs> right? It's the it's the last day of any uh, before glory, really, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's the first day of eternity. It's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I know it, John talks a lot about this. Jesus mentions this a lot. Here's one more. John 12, 28. The one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. The words that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. Last day. day. So that's really what we're talking about. Now, in chapter 32, we're going to get into judgment, the day of judgment and all of that. But in this uh, paragraph, what we're talking about in the two and three, we're really talking about Christ's return in the resurrection. And so when it, you know, it speaks about this at that last day, such of the saints that are found alive shall not sleep, but be changed. And all the dead shall be raised up with the self same bodies. So we're talking about this resurrection of the dead on the last day. There's going to be a resurrection. Now I know that there are uh, other theological traditions huh. Dispensationalism, yeah, some, talks some about charts out there. There's some charts and multiple resurrections. That yeah, happen. yeah, some resurrections at one time, some resurrections at another time. They're sort of separated out. But yeah. um, uh, what we see in Scripture is a general resurrection, yep. uh, simultaneous uh, resurrection of the just and the unjust, like in Acts 24, 14 through 15. But this I confess to you. That according to the way which they are a sect, I worship the God of our fathers, believing everything laid down by the law and written in the prophets, having a hope in God, which these men themselves accept, that there will be a resurrection of both the just and the unjust. A singular resurrection, yep. but Simultaneous of two of, kinds of people. Simultaneously, the just and the unjust. So right. it's not split between the two, right? And so we see that the just or believers, those who are in mm -hmm. Christ, those that have been uh, uh, redeemed, right? Those that are justified are raised. First Corinthians 15, uh, 50 through 57 says this. I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable, and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. mm. Glorious hope, uh, glorious promises about God's people being raised up. Yeah. Well, we also have um, in John 5, back to John, uh, how the unjust are also raised. Uh, truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so has he granted the Son also to have life in himself. And he has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs, right? All mm. who are in the tombs who will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. Unjust and the just being raised. Yeah. 
And it even goes into this in paragraph three. Yeah, paragraph three says this. Uh, and this is the 1689 here of chapter 31. I mean, no biblical verses. No, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. I want to make sure, yeah. you know. I'm making, I'm making sure that you. I, sure. No, I already knew it. I had to explain it to you. Yeah. The bodies of the unjust shall, by the power of Christ, be raised to dishonor. The bodies of the just, by his spirit, unto honor, and be made comfortable to his own glorious body. Com conformable, sorry. Yeah. To <laughs> Comfortable. Yeah, to be made conformable right, to his right, own right. glorious body. My bad. So, I mean, there, this resurrection that we look forward to, for those in Christ, it's a resurrection unto life. It's, it's the beginning of eternity. And for those that are separated from Christ, um, it, they're raised to judgment. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, for, for those of us that are in Christ, I mean, this is what we long for. Yeah. Right? This is what we hope in. And it's also that which, uh, because of the resurrection uh, uh, for those unto judgment, it's, it's, our, it's a drive for them to know mm. Christ as well, right? Yeah. I mean, this is the, the big eschatology of Paul, right? Like so many people today, they talk about a rapture and, uh, and they have kind of got it all charted out. It was a rapture when the, the Christians are going to be uh, taken away mm -hmm. from the world. Uh, yeah, and, Kirk Cameron, you know, this thing? Yeah, he's not getting taken away apparently because, you know, he's in the movie. Oh, yeah. That's after they're right. all taken away. <laughs> so, um, and then they're gone and then like, uh, like all hell breaks loose down here and, mm -hmm. and it gets, it gets all nutty and then Christ comes back again, again, um, and, and all of that. But really what's emphasized for Paul is the resurrection. It's not a thousand year reign. Yeah, yeah. It's not his emphasis. His hope is this one thing. We are raised to life. That's what he's constantly talking about. Um, now we're talking about the resurrection. Christ's going to return. The dead aren't going to miss out. They're going to be raised up when Christ returns. But what about those who are alive? I mean, it says here in, in, the, in the confession that those saints that are found alive are not going to sleep. They're not going to die. But mm -hmm. when Christ returns, they're going to be changed. Where does that come from? Uh, well, 1 Thessalonians uh, 4, 13 to 18. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and, and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first, then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. This is a really important passage. Yeah. Right. And so you, you get the tension, right? Jesus is coming back. <clears throat> he said he was coming back. Uh, we know that Christ is going to return. And many of the Christians in the church in Thessalonica began to fear, like, man, it's taken Jesus some time to come back. And some Christians are dying. You know, they're, mm. you know, well, are they going to miss out on Christ's return? I mean, yeah. we're, we're all waiting and then people well, are Bags are packed. Away. We're not working. Yeah, we're, no, we're just chilling. We're just that chilling. That was waiting. one of the problems in yeah. Thessalonica. Yeah, yeah. People are like, oh, Jesus is coming back, man. I don't need yeah, to worry yeah, about yeah. anything. There's a train coming. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I mean, think about it. I mean, that there were people in the church in the first century who were so fixated yeah. on the glorious return of Jesus that they began to disengage from their responsibilities disengage in the real from world. society. Right. And so this is one of the reasons why um, a, a, a lot of Christians push back against eschatology that 
um, that emphasizes this sort of a thing because they don't want people to disengage. And even Paul says, this is no reason to disengage. You need to be active in your world, in yeah, your community, yeah, yeah, yeah. loving your neighbor and yep. taking care of creation, not to sound like some kind of echo terrorist. Oh, here we I mean, go, I know. here we go. I'm, I'm not one of those guys, but I'm one of these guys. Which, Wait, what, in what other, does that mean? In other words, it means that um, the, the earth is the Lord's and he has given He's commanded us to exercise dominion over it, which means to uh, justly um, rule over the land, to take care of it, to be good stewards, to practice what they would call husbandry back in the day over creation. So we're supposed to care for it and not trash it. So this is why whenever I see somebody flicking a cigarette butt out their mm. window at the, at the stoplight, I get out. And then uh, I, I knock on their window Do and then you really? I, have, I have them roll it down and then I take my lit cigar and I throw it in their car and then yeah. I walk back in mine just to balance it out, huh. just to even it out. That's hmm. what I do. Here you go. Gotcha. Do you see that guy, uh, one of our listeners, uh, he, he was on Twitter and he was saying how, uh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but something along the lines of, I lose respect. I mean, uh, this is not exactly, but basically something like, I lose respect for people who are smoking at the drive through at a fast food restaurant because I have to smell it, you know? And so I was like, well, you must have no respect for me then, you know, cause I might be smoking in my car. Might be. You are. Yeah. And, and then he's, and he was like, he was like, yeah, but, um, yeah, I man, it's just not cool because my window's down too. And so now I have to smell your smoke. And, uh, and I did, I didn't engage, but, uh, this, the thing about America is that how yeah, did we pivot to this? Yeah, well, because we're talking about drive-throughs <laughs> okay, and smoking okay, in cars, okay. and I just wanted to say hmm. um, the thing about America. The thing is, about America is freedom. I can I can do my thing, and you don't have to like it, and we all deal with it. I don't like it when women, even more so, oh. men wear a ton of cologne. There there are guys that come into the cigar shop just like it's like they bathe in the cologne too much. But you know what? It's America. He wants to wear a lot of cologne, but you still complain about it. Not to him, not uh, to everyone. I, I, you, you have said things to me, and I don't wear. Oh, here's anything. the thing: I don't lose respect for them. I may not so like. There you it. go. So you there complain you though. So. No, I'll complain. Yeah, yeah, America, we could do what yeah, we want. I can complain. We could do he, whatever he can we want. Complain. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Lose respect for people. I don't know. Mm. So, anyways, um, so we, we got to engage in this world, not not disengage, and and so you know, Paul goes on to say, "Listen, the dead in Christ, they're going to raise first. And then we, who okay. are alive in Christ, caught up with them. So it's like, well, and then we meet, and then we go. Yeah, it's like there's like there's this like invisible apparatus. Yeah, you know, yeah. That goes. <laughs> <"Cha-ching!"> <laughs> How did I do it? I don't remember. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so this, <laughs> this is where we get um, this idea. This is one of the places where we get an idea of a rapture, where Jesus is going to come back. Except in the dispensational scheme, he's not really coming back. It's sort of like a pre coming back. I don't know what it is. It's, it's like he whistled. Yeah. So it is, um, you know, we're going to meet Christ in the air, right? There's this picture that Christ comes back. We are all taken up. The dead in Christ are raised. And so going yeah, up to the clouds to Mars. <laughs> where do we go from the clouds? Mars is too dry. Where, where do we go once past the clouds? Then we come back down. Oh, you see, we rise up to meet Christ as he's coming down. It's like um, it's like a wedding party going out to meet the bridegroom. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then as he comes in, we come in together with him. Oh. But it's not like we're we're like secreted away. Uh, that's really not the idea. So, yes, there. I mean, people ask us, do you, do you believe in a rapture? And I said, well, it really 
No. I mean, but it depends on what you mean by that. Um, so if, if by rapture you mean, do I, will we meet Christ in the air when he returns? Yes, when he returns, we mm-hmm. will meet him in the air, and then we will come down, and then there will be judgment. Uh, but these words of, of resurrection, Christ's return, us meeting him, is something that you were talking about, Jimmy, in verse 18 of 1 Thessalonians yep. 4.13. We're supposed to encourage each other with these words. Our yeah. eschatology is supposed to be practical. Yeah. It's supposed to be exhortational, not just... Meh. Charticle. Ooh. Oh, that's not a word. No, but you know what? It yeah. actually, it worked well. Charterific. No, no, no. Charticle, Charticle. was even better. Yeah, because it, it, yeah. Yeah, it had the, the coals. So now, Joe, I mean, they're, they're, I hear this question, and I've had the question myself, right. is like, you know, for those that are, are resurrected, mm-hmm. I mean, are we going to know one another? Are we going to be able to, like, are we going to be able to quite grasp Right. You know, who we are or even like, like, are we going to be able to recognize one another and ourselves? Right. Well, uh, will we have six pack abs? Will we, uh, will we get all muscular? Yeah, is that what, yeah. Will we look like He-Man figures? <laughs> I was thinking, are we all going to look like The Rock? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pretty, that's a, that's a pretty perfect body right there. Yeah. Or the Jason Momoa. Ooh. That's probably even more my jam. That's, if, if I had to choose one body for me, yeah, I'd go with Jason. Yeah. First of all, I want you to know, like when I when I mention a male, yeah, your response shouldn't be oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm just you, saying you like he's got a, he's got a, he's got a good body. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm just saying like that's a he's a specimen. And I if if I had to choose a body, uh, I'd go with Momoa's mm. because it looks like less work than the Rock's because the Rock is like all the time just crazy. And uh, yeah, I, I go I go with the Jason Momoa. Plus he's got the beard and the hair. Mm. Oh, he's got those. Yeah. He's got those. You, you would be Jason Mimosa. That would be you. Mimosa? Yeah. Jason Because <laughs> you like a mimosa. I do like a mimosa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good question because a lot of, a lot of people, um, they sort of uh, imagine that in the resurrection, we're going to be glorified and perfected. So we're, what does that mean? We're all going to look the same? Uh, uh, and a lot of, I think a lot of Christians, I've heard a lot of Christians push back against that and say, Listen, you're going to look a lot like yourself, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't assume that uh, that your that your body is going to be radically different looking than what you looked like before the resurrection. That mm. there is going to be some level of proportionality uh, to it. That um, you know, I'm short. I doubt that I'm going to be five ten. The Lord's going to put you in the front row. Yeah, because like otherwise I wouldn't see anything. <laughs> and you know, because he's a just God, he would do that. Yeah, like, <laughs> he'd be like, ah, uh, Joey. Zacchaeus, you come. Yeah, everybody <laughs> make way. Dinklater, get behind Joe. <laughs> you get the reference? Who? Never mind. Um, well done. I think that's his name. So, yeah, but we I, have the same bodies, right? Like, yeah, I do. And, 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 and all the dead shall be raised up with the self-same bodies and none other, although with different qualities, which shall be united again to their souls forever. Mm. I mean, Hodge says this, A.A. Hodge. That the very same bodies that are buried in the earth shall be raised and reunited to their souls, their identity preserved, although their qualities will be changed. So that I mean, Hodge gets it. He says we'll we'll know each other. Yeah, you be like, hey, there's there's Fofo, but mm-hmm. look, his beard isn't jacked up anymore. Like right why? now, why? I'm just saying, why? Yeah. Oh, you smell good, Jimmy. You smell good. <laughs> I hate you. Good. So let's let's just talk a little. That's bit. That's why you weren't invited to the party. Oh, is that why? Yeah, because I would have pointed out that no, no, you had too much cologne on or not enough uh, deodorant. No, see, this is America. There's freedom. Yeah, and 
Yeah. I can do what I want when I want. Yeah, but your your freedom is binding my nostrils. Yeah, and just so you know, Trump says it's patriotic to wear a mask. So I wish you would be more patriotic. I wear I have a mask with me every I day. I just wish you would. I always have a mask. Would, you know. Except when I went to kebabs last night. I, f- I forgot. And so Did you have to use your shirt? And I walked in and and you know, it's always busy in there. Mm, mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey guys, I'm so sorry. I forgot my mask. And like, hey, don't worry about it, you know? Mm. I'm like, Oh cool. And I felt like a jerk. I felt like everybody was in there judging me as a guy that doesn't care. They, they, they were though. Yeah. No, I do care. I, I you know, it's, it, it, if it says wear a mask, I wear a mask. If it doesn't, then I, then I don't. You know, hmm. I just try to be cool. I've, I, I try to be. You know, I'm not giving up on this world. Oh. You know, I know Jesus is coming back, so yeah. I'm like trying to take care of things. Okay. You know, that's what I said. So, Jimmy, let's talk a little bit more about this hope of the resurrection that you got into earlier. That yeah. That that should have an impact on how we think, how we live, what we do now. So. What is the hope of the resurrection? Why is that such a big deal to us? Well, I mean, as we as we look at the 1689, I mean, it talks about that full redemption of our body and our soul, mm-hmm. right? So uh, uh, how, what we have now, you know, we're called to steward well, but to also know that uh, for those that are decaying, I, I don't know how else to yeah, word say feeble, they, feeble yes, yeah, weak, uh, that there would be a full redemption of your mm-hmm. body, right? Uh, uh where you will not feel that pain. You right. will not feel that suffering. You will not feel that limitation. Yeah. I will be able to hear out of my both ears. Wow. Wow. It's going to sound so weird. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, I mean, that's, that's just, that's beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody that experiences affliction or watches their loved ones suffer, you begin to really long for heaven because you see like, I remember before my mom passed, you know, she could barely see and she was, she, you know, she obviously she wasn't able to walk for years. She could, she couldn't feed herself at the end. It was mm-hmm. just brutal. It was so uh, heartbreaking to see. And, you know, it, there's a part of you that says, well, I, I want them to pass so that they can be in the presence of the Lord and escape this. But what I really want is the resurrection mm. because then her body is back. Her knees are no longer jacked up. She can run. You know what I mean? She can go for a stroll. And this is important to us because as human beings, uh, we are made as these um, uh, psychosomatic beings, right? We have a body and a soul. And so to be fully human and to experience all that we're supposed to, we need the body. That's what we're, we're meant to have grass under our feet, sand in our toes. I don't like sand, so maybe I'd stay off the beaches. Sand mm-hmm, is annoying. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I like, uh, you know, you like to feel the, the, the grass, the wind in your hair. Ooh, will I have hair? No. Oh, se- se- uh, was it self-same or same? Yeah, self-same bodies. Yep. Can I shave? After the rest, can I keep shaving my head or am I going to have like the Costanza haircut? It's going to be Costanza. <sighs> You no no, it's how you die. Oh, it stays. It stays. That's oh, that's your, interesting. Boom. Okay. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah. upkeep. So what do you think about this? Mm. Kid dies at five years old. Resurrection state. Are they five? Are they bumped up to a maturity manhood? What do you think the resurrection is like for those that die at different ages? I'm I'm going to go with self same. So five years old. Five years old. Intellect of a five-year-old? Identity preserved. Okay. So is your identity rooted to your age? Uh, no. No? Okay. Yeah. I'm just asking. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the answer. Okay, good. Yeah. That's a weird question to ask. Well, people ask it. People ask that? Oh, of course. Any people that I guess think I, about I, the I end. Guess, I guess I just assumed. I, I assumed 
if you so yeah, like if like you pass be, as, so if you pass be, as 30 yeah. if you pass away at 30 you'll be resurrected at 30 all right so just imagine all the infants that die in infancy mm-hmm. and brought into heaven mm-hmm. i'm listen that's a lot of child care we're going to basically all be doing child care if they're all infants like there is there's not going to be a rotation you might not have any kids but the number of babies that are going to be in the eternal state you'll be taking care of those babies it, like it'll be like five babies to each adult that does not sound like heaven. <laughs> that sounds like no. It's, those, a, I mean, the it's, reason, a, it's a really sad like uh, conversation because of right, like because of just yeah this, the loss that we experience, the, the yeah. loss that people have experienced. Um, I think see what, what I what I what I think, and there, this is, we're, we're totally jumping into the unknown here. But I tend to think that the resurrection perfects the person, and so I don't know. I think that they will are be, they perfect later or who is sorry go ahead so i was gonna say like i think what god does is he he brings us into like the the perfect form of of completeness so i i just i don't imagine catholics say that's seven that oh age of reason yeah age of reason uh age of accountability Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so no no what i'm talking about is, is completion so that uh we can actually like function and enjoy so i think and we've talked about this before. I do think that um, that those who die in infancy, we both can, are convinced of this. Those who die in infancy um, are saved, brought yes. into the presence yep. of the Lord. And yep. if, you, if you're confused about that, look up uh, infant salvation. We do, do a whole episode on that. And um, but I, I think that they will fully enjoy the resurrected state. But I, I don't know what that looks like. I, I'm not sure how that is. But I, I just know I think like childcare. Sorry, I'm on a text thread. Okay. And I can't get off it. And well, who's it's like, texting you? Just uh, people. Yeah, is the Earls? Nope. Is it Slack? Nope. Okay. Sorry, just people. Uh, well, you're supposed to be with me right now. I know, and yeah. it's really. I'm trying. Why don't to you think turn through, off your notifications? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah you I can, can do, do that, that too. Yeah. So the hope of the resurrection, like yep. you were saying, Jimmy, freedom from sin, death, suffering, completeness, wholeness. It is awesome. It's going to be amazing. It is our real hope. So I think that one of the things that we ought to do is instead of having sort of a dismissive attitude towards eschatology, which a lot of people have, like, oh, oh yeah. we can't know. There's so many opinions. There's so many views out there uh, that I don't, we don't pay any attention to it. To ignore eschatology is to ignore a significant portion of Scripture. Yeah. It's to not take God's revelation seriously. It's to miss out on a developed hope for the future. So uh, don't be one of those uh, pan-millennialists where it's like all a little pan out in the future. I mean, if you're a new Christian, you're figuring things out, that's fine. But man, you need to start looking. You need to start studying. And we will do an examination of the millennial views. We're going to do that. And we're almost done with the, with the confession here. So maybe we'll do it after that. But, uh, but take eschatology seriously and uh, don't let it. Uh, capture your mind in such a way that you no longer are engaged in and caring about this world, but let it fuel your engagement in this world. Hmm. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, drfotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, joefostore.com and grab some gear. Fresh Pottery Monday and Thursday, blog post on Wednesdays. Later. Later.